Uh, we'll go to our Bible reading of today, and our lesson is considering Jesus. Considering Jesus. Our reading will come from the book of Hebrews, chapter number 3, from verse 1 to 6. Hebrews, chapter number 3, from verse 1 to 6. I believe we are there. Let us read together. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every, for every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a, Moses was faithful as a servant in, in all God's house, a bearing witness to what will be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son of a God's house. And we are his house if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Thank you for the reading. Allow me to pray for Pastor Shadrach Amani Shadlak. Which one is it? Wakamba says Shadlak. Kakui, who will minister to us today. Father, we thank you so much for Pastor Shadrach Kakui. And we thank you that you've chosen him to minister today. May you, Jehovah, use him. May you speak through him. May you give him the authority, my father, to, 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 to pass your word unto your people. We thank you for we believe and we know he is going to a bless, he is going to be a blessing to this generation today and to our viewers today. You are the only God who knows the beginning from the end. Be with him, guide him. Fill him, Jehovah, with, your, with the power of the Holy Spirit. For it is in Jesus' name that we do pray and believe. Amen. Welcome, Pastor Shadrach. Good morning. Good morning. What a blessing to be able to come to you this morning with God's word. And to be able to share um, from uh, God's word this morning with us. Just two things before I share and I begin to share. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, God bless you as you celebrate uh, this day. And uh, today is my daughter's, uh, second daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, Zawadi. Uh, God bless you. Amen. Um, over the last three weeks, we have, this is actually the third week we have been doing the book of Hebrews. And so today we continue from chapter 3. The first Sunday we did chapter 1. Second Sunday, which was last Sunday, we did chapter 2. And today we go to chapter 3. The Kamba people have a wise saying that revolves around sweet potatoes. Uh, they say that in Kiswahili, usikubali mtu akubadilishie kiasi kitamu kwa ufa. In other words, if you have a sweet potato 
And you know our sweet potatoes grow, they, they are underground uh, tubers. So you know you can see uh, you know, a crack and think there's a huge one. So somebody can come and tell you, you already have a sweet potato. Can I have that sweet potato? You can dig down here, there's actually a bigger one. And that is actually uh, where the campus get that saying that do not accept somebody to change or to take away your sweet potato for that crack. Because actually, most times it happens that the crack is not because there is a huge sweet potato there. As you know, Ukambani, the rains are not as reliable. Sometimes it's because of the heat of the sun. And so you are deceived into exchanging something that's very precious, and when you dig up down there, you get something just as small as this finger here. People of God, life is full of challenging times, especially times that challenge our Christian faith. Those are many. Economic times that are hard, joblessness, sicknesses, dysfunctional families, lack of children, persecutions, name, the list can be endless. And when we go through such times, our minds constantly are looking at what options we have. At such times, when we have those challenges, we can be deceived to live what is precious and to chase things that are meaningless or things that are less compared to the precious hope that we have in God. The last two weeks we have heard that the book of Hebrews is written to a Jewish audience. Believers in the Lord who came from the Jewish community. And when this book is written, the community of believers are going through persecution. And some of them, as a result of the persecution, are thinking of leaving the Christian faith and going back to the old way of life, following the laws of Moses. I can imagine as they go through all these hard times, asking themselves, I can imagine in their brains, in their minds, what is going on. Questions like, does my Christian faith make sense? Is Jesus' side the right side to be on? How about all these problems I'm going through? Is it worth it? And these are not strange questions to us today also, especially when we go through tough times, when we feel like quitting. We would ask ourselves, does my Christian faith make sense in my current situation? Is Jesus' side the winning side? Is it the better option or there is another better option out there? Today's scripture, brothers and sisters, will tell us that Jesus is the best side there is. Jesus is the best hope there is, both in this life and the life to come. We will be encouraged by today's scripture to fix our thoughts on Jesus as we go through the challenges of life. And so let's dive together. If you have your Bible, please pick it up. Um, just open the book of 
Hebrews chapter 3, and let's dive together, uh, starting from verse 1, just uh, six verses. Um, our lead pastor gave me this uh, text, and it's quite a hard text. So even getting some, uh, milking some points is hard, but we believe by the Spirit of God, uh, we will be able to, to get what God is speaking to us today uh, through this uh, portion of Scripture. Verse 1, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Begins with therefore. When you hear that word therefore, it means something has already been said. As I've always said, if I text you and part of the message disappears, and the message you receive begins with therefore, you will most likely text me back and ask me, oh, wait a minute, what did you say before the therefore? So here the Bible says, therefore, holy brothers and sisters, who share in the heavenly calling, so what is being said before, so we come to the therefore, uh, you, what is being said? That returns us to chapter 1 and chapter 2. In chapter 1, before we come to this exhortation to fix our thoughts on Jesus, in chapter 1, we see the identity or the person of Jesus his authority and his power. If you remember chapter 1, if you could turn with me, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, uh, 2, 3, and 4. Chapter 1, it says, we, we, remember we are trying to link the therefore before we are being encouraged to fix our thoughts on Jesus. It says, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, identity of Jesus right there, son of God, whom he appointed heir of all things. His authority is in charge of everything. Through whom also he made the universe, the power of Jesus. is a creator. The sun is the radiance of God's glory. Right there again, the identity of, of Jesus. And the exact representation of his being. Again, the identity of Jesus. Sustaining all things by his power. You know? Sustaining everything by his power. The power of Jesus. So right there we see the identity of Jesus, the authority of Jesus, the power of Jesus. In other words, the author tells these Jewish believers, Jesus is way, way higher than the angels. He's way, way higher than the prophets. And therefore, we can place our lives in him. In other words, the author here is saying that Jesus is the greatest there is. Jesus is the greatest there is. He can be trusted. And when later on in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
then the believers know they can trust him because of the power, the authority, and the identity we are presented here about Jesus. The next thing, we jump to chapter 2. We're seeing this big Jesus. And as if to answer the question, like, if Jesus is this big, is he relatable too? Can we relate to this big Jesus? One time when I was in the university, I went to the office of one minister. Um, and when I arrived in the office, just as I got into the office, the minister was sitting way far away, like it was quite a distance from the door to the minister. And immediately I got into the door, the minister asked me, what is it that you want? You know, it was so powerful, I felt like I couldn't relate to him. And as if to answer that question, is our big Jesus relatable to? Can we identify with him and can he identify with what we go through? In chapter 2, the author shows us that Jesus is our big brother. Last week, we shared about Jesus, our big brother. If you want to go and listen to that sermon, a powerful sermon, an illustration that Jesus is relatable. And chapter 2 also shows that Jesus is our champion. He is our high priest. In other words, he understands us because he suffered as we do. In fact, he suffered and died right here. He understands us because he has been right here. He has been through what we go through. And so he's close. And he can identify with us. And so he can help us. And so we come to chapter 3. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, Usha in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. It is like this verse is saying, since Jesus is so great, since Jesus identifies with us, since Jesus is close to us and can help us, brothers and sisters, what ought we to do? Let us fix our thoughts on Jesus. Other translations say, let us consider Jesus. Let us hold Jesus dear in our lives. The New Living Translation says, think carefully about this Jesus. This great Jesus who identifies with us, who is able to help us. Let us think carefully about him. The Greek word that is used here, brothers and sisters, is katanoeo. Um, it means to consider attentively so as to see the significance of something or someone. And other commentators say so as to hold first. Remember, when we are saying consider Jesus, this command is not for non-believers. It is for believers. When we say consider Jesus, if you go back to chapter 2, verse 1, you see why we are saying consider Jesus. It says we must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. 
It is possible to start well in the Christian faith, drift away if you do not take care of the things you think about. If you incubate in your life wrong thoughts, in your heart wrong thoughts, you can drift away. A book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 tells us, Guard your hearts for everything you do flows from it. Brothers and sisters, the opposite of paying careful attention to Jesus is to think superficially about him, to take him lightly. And the result of that is to drift away from the faith like the children of Israel did many times. Therefore, brothers and sisters, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. And just quickly to share two more thoughts, while the other thinks that we should consider Jesus, we should think about Jesus, we should appreciate Jesus in our lives. Just two more, two more reasons. Number one is because of Jesus' noble or high-ranking role. I know it is very important here in Africa when you ask people, do you know me? And in most cases, it is in relationship to, do you know the people I know in high places? Here, the Bible ranks Jesus as high. A Bible call says that Jesus is our apostle and high priest. Notice, if this is being read by a Jewish believer, they will immediately know what this means. It's a powerful statement to talk about Jesus. Because for the Jews, the highest human authority was the high priest. He had serious roles. He could get into the Holy of Holies and petition for the sins of the Israel people. And for the Christian, the highest human authority were the apostles. They were God's messengers. They brought us the message of God, telling us how we can get to God. How we can get to God. And so Jesus here is being said to be both the high priest and the apostle. I am told in parliament, Whenever there is voting of bills, people are constantly wanting to have the opposition and the government to vote for the bill. And if you have both of them voting for your bill, you are going to be successful. Jesus is both an apostle and high priest, a representation of the highest authority in the Old Testament and the highest authority in the New Testament. If we ignore Jesus, how are we going to know what God wants to, us to know? How are we going to get to God? The second thing is that Jesus holds a position that is glorious. The other, actually if you look at the Bible, most Bibles uh, give a title to this session we are sharing today as uh, Jesus greater than Moses. That's right here in my Bible. So that gives Jesus a glorious position. Maybe for us we might not notice that. But for the Jewish believer, Moses was a great prophet. He led the children of Israel 
from the Egyptian bondage to the promised land. He wrote the first five books of the Old Testament. He is the person who God gave the law. And therefore, Moses is seen as a great prophet. In fact, God attests about Moses in the book of Numbers. And he says, all the prophets, I speak to them through uh, dreams and through visions. But Moses, my servant, I speak to him face to face. And here the text says that Jesus is higher than Moses. Because it says Moses was a servant in the house of God. But Jesus is the son of God. And so the question here is, why do we want to settle for Moses when we have Jesus who is higher? And even more so, the reason for us to think about Jesus and to consider following Jesus even during trying times. One times many people left Jesus. And Jesus turned to his disciples and asked them, do you want to leave? And Simon says, in the book of John chapter 6, verse 68, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And you, brothers and sisters, where can we go? Jesus has the words of eternal life. As I conclude, the Bible exhorts us to think carefully about Jesus. And that reminds me of one more verse in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 19. Bible says that Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. When Jesus was born, the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds. And he spoke to them and said, we bring you good news of great joy for all the people. That to us a savior is born in the city of David. And that savior is Christ Jesus. And after they spoke, the Bible says in chapter 2 verse 13 of Luke, suddenly there were angels, a great multitude of them praising God, you know, and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among uh, those with whom he is pleased. And then immediately the shepherds go and meet Mary and, and the baby and Joseph and they explain everything. And the Bible says that Mary treasured all these things. He put them in her heart and pondered them in her heart. As a result, we see Mary following Jesus all her life. She does not take these announcements that a Savior has been born. And that Savior is Jesus. She doesn't take it for granted. She treasures these things. She ponders these things in her heart. And as a result, we see her following Jesus throughout her life. Brothers and sisters, let us be in the habit of remembering and pondering about Jesus. Let us be in the habit of thinking about who he is, what he has done for us, and that will definitely affect our lives our decisions, our actions, and we shall stand 
strong in our faith, even in trying times. And so I invite you to prepare your hearts, even as we think about Jesus as we celebrate the Lord's Supper. Let's just pray briefly, and then we shall welcome Reverend Irene to lead us in the portion of the Lord's Supper. Our Father, we thank you for your word. Right now, I know there might be people out there who are going through hard and tough situations in their life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would give them to understand that Jesus, you are the greater one. Jesus, you are the biggest hope there is. I pray that you would help each one of us as we go through hard times in our lives to consider you and to fix our thoughts and our eyes on you, Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And so we thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so I would like to invite us to kindly stand. I know you are at home. You've been sitting and listening and following our service. Kindly stand so that we may receive uh, the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of God, who is the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. I send, I send you to go in peace this week. Please serve the Lord. I know you are at home, but you can still serve the Lord. The Lord bless you.